Welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast with Heather Hakes, where mindset is everything. Thank you for joining me and tuning into this podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. This podcast is here to open your awareness. I want to provide you with tactical teachings on how to master your mindset, create your ideal reality, overcome obstacles, and leverage adversity. And most importantly, it's to help you realize that you are in total control of your reality. My hope? To inspire and motivate you to keep going. And no matter what, it's all about mind over matter. Be sure to check out my website, heatherhakes.com, where I offer you a free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change. Again, that's heatherhakes.com and opt into my free video training. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 255. Today, we're diving into how to shift negative narratives. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Olivia Hayes. Olivia, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do? So I live in the Sierra Nevadas, which is two and a half hours east of San Francisco, It's about an hour away from Yosemite National Park, and I'm a musician by day and by night, and also a supplemental piece of income. I'm actually also a director of HR for a local logging company. And you shared a little background with me, but um, I I really want to dive into this whole theme of self-love and validation, and, you know, a lot of people come from negative narratives or growing up one way and then wanting to shift it into a whole different outcome. So if you could share a little bit of that with us. Definitely. Um, So what I've found and what muses the songwriting a lot too, so it all connects together for me, is that there's a lot of people who are born into a world of hurt, born into a world of you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not fill in the blank enough Um, and what my heart truly cares for people to know and that I had to come to acceptance with is I am who I am as I am I am enough and so are you and so is everybody that's listening to this right now the person you are as you are is beautiful you are imperfect in your own way that you're meant to be And that makes you perfect in your own way. And I think that's a huge message I would love for people to get also, you know. Well, it's this whole self-acceptance and and accepting others as they are because judgment is so easy. And Gabby Bernstein wrote a book all about judgment detox. And I think just like a negative mindset comes easy, so does judgment. So how do you get away from accepting you as you are, accepting somebody else as they are, not wanting to change, not wanting to, you know, just validate people as they are? That's a great question. I actually read that book. I read it often and I have it marked on my iPhone. Um, I, I think the point of judgment, as Gabby talks about in there, it stems from their own insecurity and it stems from a root damage they have. Um, the example she shares is when there's this girl who's flirting and she called her a skank, I think. And she realized that it stemmed from her 
and her sexual trauma that she had. Um, but Gabby goes on to say that, you know, I realized that I felt insecure about the attention men were giving her because of the sexual trauma I had. Mm. And so each judgment we all bring to the table, if we take a moment of mindfulness, like Buddha talks about and other forms of um, mindful thinking teach, take a moment to stop and reflect and say, whoa, okay, that's a negative energy. Where is this stemming from and why? And you realize you might have something within you or I have something within me that I need to heal. And yeah. Yeah, on that note, something my mom has taught me years ago was that whatever, quote, fault I'm picking out in somebody else is a direct reflection of something I don't like about myself. So if I (laughs) complain that somebody is an asshole or then it's like, well, where are you being an asshole? Or um, whatever the example may be, Turn it around, turn the finger around and look back at you and go, wow, where am I not showing up in my life? Where am I judging mm-hmm. myself? Where am I not loving and accepting me? So it's actually, it's a, it's a mirror when you're able to catch yourself and go, wait a minute, what is, what do I need to accept or heal or let go of? That, that's beautiful. That's ex- exactly what I was feeling. And I think that's what Gabby was trying to say too in the book, Judgment. Pardon the interruption. Do you ever feel lost or find yourself stuck in a rut? You want change. Maybe it's more money, better relationships, your health, etc. But you don't know where to start. I get it. I've been there. If you're ready to take the leap and actually make change and progress in your life, I offer a free discovery call to see if my one-on-one coaching program is right for you. Visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching for more information and to schedule your call. Now back to regular programming. Well, and something you share with me is that and I talk about mindset a lot. I mean, the podcast is Mind Over Matter. And a lot a lot of me, yeah. the mindset comes from more of an athletic background that whatever I believe, if I believe I can run a certain pace or a distance or that I can jump this high, then I know I can. But what does mindset mean to you in creating your ideal life? So for me, the mindset I have is, first of all, along the lines of detoxing, right? Judgment detox. You do that for yourself and detox yourself and paradigm shift out of the narrative you might be born into, a narrative of um, only people of certain stature can do what you want to do or only only a man can make it as far as you want to make it. And I have nine brothers, by the way. And so I was raised literally to be a housewife in the kitchen. So I think it's a little ironic, the kitchen shows in this podcast. And I always loved being outside. I love getting nitty gritty or playing music and doing all the things the boys were doing. Yeah. Um, so my mindset had to be, um, cleanse myself of what I realized was damaging and not true. Although I do enjoy being in the kitchen. I enjoy being nurturing. I enjoy that feminine energy, but I also, it's okay to be up there with the boys. I don't. Well, and I think it comes from, you know, we were both born in the eighties. And so it was that old school mentality. Mm -hmm. I grew up watching, you know, like leave it to beaver and bewitch. That's what we knew. Literally 
um, I can't think of mom's name and leave it to beaver, but there she was ironing the clothes and, and making the in home. Like, that's what we grew up in. My mom was a stay at home mom. That's what I knew. And so, but our generation now, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of, to be a stay at home mom is actually not that, like, it doesn't really happen as much anymore that women are out there making their own maybe they're the breadwinner and so it is shifting the old school mentality into what we're capable of and equality and we could go down a whole nother loop (laughs) oh yeah but yeah so let's kind of for somebody who's new to paradigm shift Bob Proctor talks about it a ton but you know if you can give basic what is paradigm shift and how can somebody if they realize wow I had these old beliefs or somebody else's conditioning that I was raised around, but I don't agree with that anymore. How do I shift? Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, I feel honored that I'm answering this question. Um, So a simple example, and it's not the only example, but a simple way for people to get the idea is say someone is making minimum wage and that's all they know. And they think this is it. This is all I can do but they realize that they have these innovative ideas in their brain or whatever it might be. They want to be a coach, a life coach or something. And to break away from that, they have to realize I am worth more than what this old way of thinking is. I think that's the biggest step with a paradigm shift. And I can say I have shifted out of my old paradigm from even when you and I first met in October, which was a, I was going through a transformation a lot then. And I know that self-love and validation and continuing to remember, that's a key thing too, is remember I am worth shifting out of this old paradigm. It's, it's simple to say, but goodness gracious, it is so hard because you fall into these old patterns. Your habits built are a part of your paradigm, your everyday habits, your desire for self-discipline. Do you have the self-discipline? Another book um, that helped me shift is Man Up by Bedros Koulian. And he is a now a multi-million dollar plus uh, franchise owner for Fit Body Bootcamp. And he gets into the paradigm and mindset. And, you know, a huge thing, it comes down to your everyday habits. And also when you look in the mirror, can you say, I love you? And can you accept that person you see looking back at you? It's a huge paradigm shift where I realize where my current physical results are. But if I was gifted with this possible idea there's a reason for that take action take a leap of faith you touched on so many things there and I want to go back to one specifically to remember who you are I freaking now and as an adult I pay a lot of attention to Disney movies and one of my one of but Disney has really deep meaning if you pay attention Mm -hmm. frozen lion king aladdin there i'm telling you i have literally a note in my um, iphone for disney movies but anyway so lion king one of the you know simba when he's looking in the water it's towards the end of the movie and then dad comes out in the clouds but when he's looking in the water his dad mufasa says remember who you are 
And that's a key message because so many people have gotten so clouded in who they're supposed to be or chasing the thing that they don't even want. So if you can come back to who you are at your core, your center, remember who you are, I think that's powerful. Another mm. thing you brought up, and I'll, I'll share this. I, don't, I mean, I have no filter, but the mirror, the mirror work. So Louise mm. Hay, she's kind of the godmother of self-help. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> she, and I learned this again years ago. She has a book, You Can Heal Your Life. And she talks about mirror work. And it's really uncomfortable at first because you do. You stand because how many, you know, how often do you look yourself in the eyes? Probably not a lot. Like maybe you check your reflection, but when do you mm-hmm. look yourself in the eye? And so Louise Hay shares mirror work. And so it's literally getting in front of the work and saying, I love you or I love my body, mm-hmm. whatever. So this is what I'm mm-hmm. going to share. I have no shame. I started a morning ritual at practice and I have it written on my mirror and dry erase marker. And it's this whole narrative about, you know, I am worthy of love. I am lovable. I love my hair. I love my eyes. I am a warrior. I'm a, so I have this whole thing and I look myself in the eyes in the mirror when I'm saying it. Yes. Yes. It's kind of uncomfortable and maybe a little corny. You know, if someone comes over and sees it on my mirror, it might be like, that's kind of weird. No, that's awesome. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. So have you done that? Absolutely. In fact, um, that's a great segue to one of my songs. Um, I wrote the song for a documentary that ended up being put on hold. Um, It's called Mormon Sex. And it's about looking at yourself the song is called pretty girl and the bridge of the song it says can you look you can you look in the mirror and say I love you because you know it's true pretty girl and after everything you've gone through it's time to make your dreams come true and so the whole song is about I could quote the lyric but maybe we could put the link to it um because it totally goes along with this message and what I find interesting is that men, I've had more of a response, positive response from men that they love the song Pretty Girl than women. And so both genders are taking it in, which I think is so awesome. That is cool. Um, and I wonder if the reason it it's not as resonating with women, because think about, you know, all the societal pressures that we are supposed to look a certain way. I mean, we can go down a hole, rabbit hole with that, but we're... Yeah. So, Because, I mean, talk about self-love. If I don't look like the girl in the magazine or in the commercials, you know, I'm not as chesty or I love my height. I'm only 5'4", but I know some girls, you know, I'm not model height. I don't want to be a model. But, you know, I have freckles. And for some people, freckles are ugly. As a young girl, I thought I was ugly because I had freckles. And then it's like, no, you are unique Mm. because you have freckles. Yes. But think about the messages. As a young girl, I created that. And so maybe... It might take a little more for women because, but they need to step into that self-love look in the mirror. And then I think that song will really resonate. Um, I had a roommate, her name's Helen and it is her most favorite song. And so a backstory of that is that I, um, I don't know if in your podcast, I know, um, you taught, you've told me before that you're more spiritual versus religious in a part of various types of spiritual practice. I've learned about Christ consciousness. And so to tap into Christ consciousness, I was attending churches 
because I wanted to understand like what all this means and whatnot. And there was a lady who put her hand on my shoulder and she just prayed over me. And I was like, you know, that's cool. I accept it. Positive vibes, you know? And she said, God is about to unveil you to the whole world. You need to be ready. And I was like, whoa, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's a line in the song. Um, it's, it's time to unveil you to the whole wide world. So it's time to unveil mind over matter to the whole wide world. I love that you have the world in the background and everyone watching this, that they have a gift no other person on this world really has. That is so cool. Think of how fruitful and abundant this world is with so many talented people. If we have over 7 billion people in this world to unveil and that they have a gift to bring to us. Um, I didn't mean to go that direction, but it just came out that way. No, that's fine. It, well, and on that note, it's so easy to talk about comparison trap because uh, and jealousy because you're not somebody else. But no, you are. Can you imagine if, you know, um, Tony Robbins is trying to emulate and be somebody else. He oh wouldn't be Tony Robbins. And it's like, I, Heather Hakes, am not trying to emulate and be a second-rate version of anybody else. And so, yes, it's for people to stand up. And this is something you shared with me. I'd, I'd love for you to expand on is how do you show up, show up for yourself as who you are rather than kind of you know, hiding behind masks or filters or trying to fit in? How do you show up? So the funny thing is, um, and I'm trying to think of how to orchestrate the words in a, where I'm not too colorful with my language, because um, I can easily cuss like a sailor, but being respectful um, is that I have to step into the embodiment of not giving a flying beep. <laughs> yeah. And really, this is me. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. And usually it's funny because when I step into, because we all get insecure at times, that's part of being human. You know, we have that wiring in us to have our insecure moments. Um, but neurobiology aside, when we are in this like huge, I am strong. I am going to just be me. There's no other option. Don't give yourself another option, but to be who you are. Everyone knows who they are. I have a feeling everybody does. It's they make a conscious decision to suppress that and not share their truth of who they are. So if I were to go walk outside and just be me and not give a flying hoo-ha about it, that's usually when I feel that embodiment of showing up the most and showing up in my strongest suit of emotional suit, if you will. Well, and I think that comes back to even, we could just use the word authentic or authenticity. You're no longer, you know, you, you pulled the layers back. There's no more front. Like this is you, who you are. And the people that are meant to stay will, and the, the ones that don't resonate or don't agree, will let them go. They're not your people. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. totally agree. Okay, so then on that note, what is the key takeaway you want listeners to get from this conversation? Well, the huge part of Olivia Hayes' music mission um, is 
is for everyone, man or woman, whatever you identify with, is that when you hear this music, it makes you want to be a better person, but also you're not alone. That's a huge thing right now too, is I live on my own. I still have a few people where I, because I go into work for the HR job I do, but um, that if they listen to the lyrics of the songs, any of the songs I have on there, they're relatable to the human experience in general with relationships, with love, with heartbreak, and with self-acceptance, and that they know that they are worth it. And everybody knows that they are worth living the life they truly desire and to shift out of any distorted narrative that they may have been born into. Yes. So it's just like letting go of anything that's heavy or holding you back and just to step fully. It's okay. A visual I just got is literally like to step out of the shadow and into the light. We're collaborating a new song and didn't realize it. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Yes. Yes. It's time to, to warm up in the sun, you know? You don't have to be in the cloud, under a cloud or in the shadows anymore. Yeah. Feel warmth in your heart. That's what I hope for, for people to feel. And I use hope in the context of how Brene Brown explains hope, by the way. How is that? Uh, Now I have to remember the exact quote. Okay, I'll send you the exact quote later. But essentially, because I know um, Jake Ducey uh, with mutual life coaching from him. He's like, nope, take hope out of it. But Brene Brown says that, you know, it's not a negative connotation. Essentially, I'm very paraphrasing it right now. So hope isn't a negative connotation. It's actually something to fill and lift you up just a little bit to help you get into that faith. So maybe rather than, gosh, I really hope this works out. It's more of a, I have hope. It is, maybe it's like the younger sister of faith. And so I, I have hope. I have I'm feeling lighter yes. rather than hoping something will come. Okay. That's it right there. Oh, you just great. simulated it perfectly. <laughs> that this, one of them was how Jake has described it. And one of them was how Brene Brown has described it. And I like to take that, like, like you said, the little sister to faith. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right. I love that. Okay. So a couple of questions for you to wrap up the interview. The first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by? Mm, there's a lot, but it's always grateful, thankful, blessed. So I'm always feeling grateful. I know grateful, thankful sounds redundant, um, but just remembering everything, the facts that we were even born is a miracle in itself. Mm-hmm. And to always be grateful for that and grateful. I, I have had multiple near-death experiences, so I feel very grateful to wake up alive and wake up breathing. Um, and life is a blessing. It really, when you acknowledge life each new day as a blessing, there's more blessings that just seem to flow. Yeah. I also, years ago when I worked in corporate, I used to have on my whiteboard in my office, an attitude of gratitude. Yes. And literally every day I wake up, I'm like, I open my eyes again. I get another day. I get another shot at this. And, you know, I hope I have tens of thousands of that happening for the rest of my life. But yes, every single day, it's like, I woke up again. I get to do it again rather than, oh, you know, and hit the snooze. Like that's, that's a mindset (laughs) shift. 
skipped right there. Yeah. Okay. Second question for you. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Okay. So I always have Shakespeare on my bedside and Shakespeare is awesome. And we actually were kind of talking about him before the podcast started. Um, I think it's interesting that he was way back in the dark ages, if you will, but his messages are still universal to today. And he has some deep stuff in there about social class and getting out of it and being careful. And of course, um, I, self-help books, I always love Brene Brown. She's my go-to. And Man Up by Bedrose Koulian. Sorry, right. I know that. I could have said more. <laughs> That's okay. All right, final question. What advice mm-hmm. would you give your younger self? Oh, I saw that you asked this question and I thought of that um dang it that is cheating but I'm also a fan so here's the thing like we had a mutual life coach and I'm also a fan to show support to you so but uh, did that did that work did that smooth it over um okay okay um dad humor right they call those dad jokes um so I've, I've been thinking about this and because I feel like me five years ago was completely different than me 10 years ago, which is true for most people. So if this was for me five years ago, I would suggest to myself then to read Michael Eisinger's The Surrender Effect. So I remember to be flexible and remember to continue to surrender to everything that life has to offer because it's not at all going to go the way I expected it to. Okay, I have to bring this up because I can't make this stuff up. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in synchronicities. And if oh, you, yeah. and so this is a teaching point. I want to help the audience realize that there are always messages coming our way if you're receptive. Yes. So you are the second person today to bring up Michael Singer's book, Surrender, <laughs> which I have and I read years ago. And so if you know the the universe will bring you messages a feather a brick or a mac truck and i'm like mm. okay 104 i got you i will reread it <laughs> so there's clearly something in that book that needs to be brought my way so i thank you oh you are very welcome um it was actually gifted to us when we were in hawaii i had read it years before yeah so yeah. i think that that's when i read it and um it's very powerful how he unfolds and, you know, he has a multi-billion dollar company now, but he started off with just buying some property and living in a shed yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And, and meditating and being open to, to being inspired action, not this, this demanding hustle and grind that so many people teach today. So yeah. yeah okay. that's, Anyone listening, yeah. Michael Singer, Surrender Experiment. Mm -hmm. good stuff oh heather i could talk to you until the sun goes down this was nice thank you yes well thank you so much for joining me thanks for tuning into today's episode be sure to sign up for my free video training on how to get unstuck and create lasting change at heatherhakes.com and i'd love to connect with you on the social platforms you can find me on instagram at heather.hakes facebook heather hakes and youtube guess what You got it, Heather Hakes. I'll catch you on the next episode.